Chapter 3 I heard this while dining with the Pope in Rome, Rodentus began. He settled himself into a coil of rope by the cage. What's a Pope? What's a Rome? asked Ruva. Later, pay attention to the story. The Pope was entertaining a monk from the deserts of Egypt. This person understood the common speech. Do humans know the common speech? interrupted Ruva. A few. I shouldn't have let you eat that spinach. It made you too talkative. I'll be quiet, promised the little giraffe. Thank you. Now, as I was saying. The History of the Tower of Babel, from the animal's point of view. It started with the mice. There were far too many of them in the land of Shinar. They ate the grain and swam in the milk jugs. They nibbled the bread and made nests of fine woolen cloth. Cursed mice! shouted the people of Shinar. They caught them in baskets. Please, noble great ones, squeaked the mice. We are a people like you, with children who cry if they are not fed. If you kill us, they will starve. Think of your own babies. How would you like them to lie in an empty house without any food? So the people of Shinar turned the mice loose. It was hard to kill animals when you understood their point of view. Then the rats began to gnaw holes in the grain bins. The wild pigs dug up the crops. The gophers devoured the roots. The cattle refused to give milk if their calves still wanted it, and the hens refused to surrender their eggs. The animals always had good reasons for their behavior, and the people of Shinar took pity on them. Now, the king of Shinar was a mighty hunter called Nimrod. When he walked into the forest, he was exactly equal to the lions he hunted. They had claws and teeth, he had a sword and spear. It was fitting that they hunt each other. Nimrod always came home with a lion, instead of the other way around, because he had more courage. King Nimrod was the bravest man alive, but he wasn't intelligent. That hardly mattered with the lions. They too were brave and not loaded with brains. The people of Shinar went to Nimrod and said, Tell us what to do about the animals. The rats and mice have been up to mischief, and the wild pigs and gophers as well. Also, our cattle refuse to give milk, and the hens peck us when, they try to, when we try to take their eggs. We don't know what to do. Nimrod thought and thought. It looked impressive, but inside he was thinking, I wonder what's for lunch. I want to try that new polish on my spear. My ankle itches. Give us advice, O mighty one, cried the people. Nimrod sat back on his throne. He glared at each person in turn, but inside he was thinking, what advice? What question did they ask? A courtier who knew the king better than anyone said, What shall we do about our quarrel with the animals? Aha! thought Nimrod, remembering. If the animals bother you, he said aloud, tell them to go away. There, I have given you advice. Now shoo! How can we send them away? said the people outside the palace. The courtier explained. Let us build a wall and put all the animals outside. Turn them loose to see how they like it. When we finally let them come home, they'll be so grateful, they'll give us all their milk and eggs. 
So the people of Shinar built a round wall. Inside was a spring of water and enough land to plant crops. They put all the chickens, cattle, goats, and sheep outside. They drove away the mice, rats, wild pigs, and gophers. For a while, all was peaceful. Then the mice burrowed holes in the wall. They were followed by the gophers. When a wild pig tumbled out onto a bed of melons, the people of Shinar built a stronger, higher wall inside. There was peace for a while until the mice broke through again. It went on like this, with the walls getting higher and the land inside getting smaller, until the humans were crowded into a jumble of houses at the center. By then, they had named the new town Babel. They began to build upward. The mice followed, <clears throat> chewing their way through the floors. Higher and higher rose the Tower of Babel. Finally, the mice gave up. The people of Shinar lived at the top of the tower for a long time. They saw no animals except the eagles, who floated high overhead and did not care to speak with anyone. When they had eaten all the stored food, the people climbed down, broke open the walls, and came out again into the broad green world. Come here, they called to the cattle, sheep, chickens, and goats. Mee, said the cattle, rolling their eyes. Meh, said the sheep, said the goats, lowering their horns. In the end, the people had to run around and catch them. They had to pen them with fences so they wouldn't run away. The animals understood very well what the humans wanted. They ran like deer because they liked their freedom. The humans had forgotten the common speech during the time they spent in the Tower of Babel. Because they couldn't understand the animals' point of view anymore, they took all the milk and eggs they wanted. They killed the mice and rats without pity. King Nimrod, who had not joined them in the tower, was long gone. He had been taken home by a lion who turned out to be as smart as well as brave. The people chose the courtier to be their new king. Since that time, humans have been ignorant of the common speech, Rodentus said. <sighs> Except for a few, Ruva murmured sleepily. You remembered. The rat was pleased. That was a good that was a good story. Oh. <sighs> Little giraffe yawned and stretched. Infants are born knowing the speech. They forget it when they learn to talk like humans. But not all, the rat said softly. Not all. Ruva's long eyelashes drooped. She sighed and snuggled against the hard floor. In a moment she was asleep. Rodentus climbed an air vent to the deck. He slunk along to the captain's quarters. It was night, and untidy heaps of rope, fishing gear, and old bottles made it easy to hide. The door was open in the tropical heat. Inside, Captain Skiki drank with his brother Spongy and his sister Stonewall. Spongy was a mass of rippling fat tucked into a sailor's uniform. Stonewall was six and a half feet tall and looked as though she might she ought to have bolts in her neck. She neither spoke nor smiled. Spongy and Skiki discussed their next project. Rodentus von Stronheim III listened intently. He clenched his teeth to keep them from chattering. <laughs>